when you've been accepted, when you feel this home and you feel this welcome, then becomes the question, what's next mm. with the lesions? And the first one is, are you going to stay or are you not going to stay? But then if you do choose to stay, what's next? Hi, welcome back to Valdoco. I'm Amy. I'm Vicky. And I'm Father Steve. Welcome back, Amy. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks you. for having me back. <laughs> <laughs> so we are a couple episodes in of hearing different stories of uh part of the Sleesian family past pupils cooperators and so this episode we are talking with amy again and uh yeah just going kind of going over the the different stories and um just a moment to reflect just kind of sharing like, yeah and just sharing stop. everybody's laughing at me all right <laughs> i'm trying to say the right words i don't know that's exactly do, what we're doing, doing on this podcast job. right now you're doing a great job i don't okay. know what this episode is going to be about but you're welcome here you are welcome here and uh just a moment to reflect because we heard some stories and this this season is all about um stories of people who are living the mission of don bosco in in different ways some uh, as recent graduates some as teachers some as uh married couples who are working so we heard these three stories of, let's go over the, who are the three stories? We had Anna and Sammy. Anna and Sammy. We had Tommy. Tommy. And then we had Gabe and Vero. Gabe and Vero. Anything first that stood out to you when hearing these stories? A lot of things stood out. Do you want to just, just start, go with it? Start with one, yeah. All right, we'll start with one. All right, so Anna and Sammy, I feel like was such, like just good timing of the season um, and to start with them. Um, again, like two young people that we work really closely with that we've, that I've been able to like grow in friendship with and, and watch like grow in their own like faith journey as people and stuff like that. So it was beautiful for me to be able to sit down in that moment, especially on retreat with them. Yeah. And then just like in this graduation season, right, we have high school students that are graduating, college students, master students, doctorate students that are all going through this next transition of life. And I think what was so beautiful and really vulnerable, I think about Anna and Sammy's story was that they didn't have the typical experience. They didn't have the typical experience of um, of what their what their plans were going to look like, right? No one thinks that they're going to stop going to the university that they, that they choose, or transfer, or you know, take a pause in their education and begin working, um, which is more typical, right? Than I think most people think about, right? It's a very normal occurrence, um, but that they were so open about it and they never stopped looking, um, they never stopped being involved, they never stopped stopped discerning the choices that they wanted to make in their life to allow them to continue to grow, right? To further their education in other ways in this practical experience. And so now as they're getting their footing in the workplace, um, in what they want for their future, how that they're just willing to share that. And so I think for me, the big takeaway was that is that, you know, we can plan our futures, right? That very normal thing that we hear all the time, but that it's not always going to look the way that we think. And so especially for our recent high school graduates, that you're stepping into this new place and you think I have four years ahead of me or if you're going to a trade school, maybe that's two or whatever, a different program that you're in that you think you know what that's going to look like and you think you know how long that's going to take, but we're different, right? It's not a four-year stop or it's not a two-year stop that there, there's pauses that happen and that's a good thing, but that the, the future is unknown for a reason, right? That we don't know what's going to be offered to us in the future and so that we have to be, yes, working towards a goal, but open to like what that's going to look like for us as individuals um, with what li with what happens in life, right? We don't know what's going to happen. So I thought that was just so good. Um, and just I appreciate their their vulnerability 
um, in their sharing. Yeah, I love how you speak about their um, their authenticity mm. um, and then their openness in the moment. Um, and Sammy was saying, you know, not really expecting to go into that direction, but she got a phone call. So just no matter what you kind of have planned for yourself, mm. I love what you're speaking about, that being a theme with their story. One of the themes that I kind of saw listening to the episodes was who are the Salesians and what makes Salesian Salesian? Um, and hearing the different answers to that through the different experiences that people have had. And I think that's a question that comes up a lot when people are outside of the Salesians is what is it that makes you guys different and your charism different? And what's hard is that it really is an experience. It mm -hmm. really is a feeling. And so when you try to start putting it into words, a lot of times it starts having like this lofty meaning <laughs> and you start hearing all these words that are just catchphrases that people throw out there. Mm. But to hear these three different episodes with five very different people of experiencing this lesions, I feel like when you listen to young people, young adults speak about their experience of the lesions, that's when you find out like mm -hmm. who the lesions are. So hearing Anna talk about the openness that she experiences that you can be who you are around Salesians and they're going to love you. Um, that Salesians don't just work for, but with the young, mm -hmm. like get on their level. So mm -hmm. when Tommy was talking about a priest play, playing a spike ball mm -hmm. and how often do you see that? But with a Salesian, that's normal. Mm -hmm. They're going to be out on the soccer field. They're going to be playing spike ball. They're going to be at recess. And they'll do that in their clerical shirts. Like yeah. they don't care. Um, and then hearing Tommy talk about Salesians being present through the struggles. So the young people can come in their struggles, whether that's just personally, mentally, spiritually, or he was giving the example even of someone who is legitimately like physically struggling, having hunger. Um, but the Salesians aren't afraid of that stuff. They're not afraid to get dirty in that respect of just, I'm going to be with you in your struggles in those moments and not just take you you know, in the good times. Um, and then Sammy talking about home. And then just talking about in general, like even though they're in a lot of areas of education, they care so much about the person. Mm -hmm. So it's not just we're going to provide this resource for young people, but we care about who you are. And so I know that's a long list, but just hearing about the different kind of almost definitions, but through actual personal experiences, I think was just beautiful for me to hear um, that there's overlap in these experiences, but also just the different richness of the different things that these people have experienced through the Salesian family. Yeah, it's great. <coughs> <laughs> Keep that in. Never. Yeah. One of the reasons I was excited about this episode, these episodes and the season is because it's important to not talk about these lofty things and just keep this charism or keep all of it at the edge of like in the clouds or just theology or just phrases or whatever, but just to hear how it intersects with real people's mm -hmm. life. You know, so these real people telling their real stories with struggles, with uncertainty and discerning and um, all of that and, and seeing how, you know, it's over a lifetime that we learn and we make mistakes and we fall down and we find our mission and, and everything. And, and I think that's for me, one of the kind of silver linings or one of the themes that was each of them was kind of finding their mission, you know, mm -hmm. that, that Sammy didn't expect it, but was going now to be a youth minister. And Anna, okay, teaching these little kids and really <laughs> finding so much joy in there. And, and Thomas or Tommy, you know, all these ups and downs of, of being at a school, 
But at the end of the day, he said it's the mission of Don Bosco that he really wanted to to continue, you know, and and be able to live that wherever he is, you know. So and just uh, to find that mission, and then Gabe and Veronica as cooperators, like the work they did in Honduras is beautiful, like really influencing the young people's lives, teaching and being educators, and now coming back here and uh, and Gabe is in in medicine, and he is uh, and, and Veronica working for for a university. Still trying to live that that mission of Don Bosco, even in in ways that they're not actually in a school or they're not like daily with young people. But those people that they can meet, they have a Slesian heart, you know? so mm-hmm. they can look at people in a Slesian way. They can interact and be patient and be generous. And so I think that's really what I what I desire as a Slesian priest, you know, to to be able to educate and to form and to to kind of group together as a Slesian family. Um, each of us teaching each other how to be Salesian in different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, so as a Salesian priest, I have a specific way of, of interacting and um, living out this this mission. Um, but so does the cooperator, so does the brother, so does the Salesian, so does the young person, so does the, the sister. So there's all different uh, kind of variations of the same mission, the same charism. And I really have seen that speaking with, uh, yeah, speaking with these people over the, these, la- these last episodes and how it's, it's inspiring for me. You know, it's inspiring for me to see and to to hear and uh, trying to encourage more people to to get involved and in how we can be more intentional about inviting. Um, you know, so we just had the at Slesian High School, we just had the past pupils induction. So we had 14 teachers and almost 70 students who said yes. Uh, we're not exactly not everybody's exactly sure what they said <laughs> yes to. I understand that all 70 are probably not like fully uh, ready to to invest their time. But. But there's an openness, no? That they see, they experience something at Salesian High School, and they would like to see that continue. They would like to help each other out. They would like to serve in the community, to be a little bit generous with their life. So there's a way, no? And, and I think that invitation is is really important um, because we see that it's not just a priest or brother thing. No, it's mm-hmm. not just a sister thing. That it's really Damasco really believed in young people. He really believed in in gathering people together. Um, so the more we could do that, and the more we can use our lives, our gifts and talents, everything that God has given us, the more that we can use that in our daily life with our daily interactions with people. You know, the, the stronger the church gets, the, the more the gospel gets out there, the more people feel loved. Like that is, that is the mission of the whole Salesian family. So it's, it's nice to see glimpses of that in, in the different people's lives. Mm-hmm. And I think also like the, like even just the idea of the past peoples that they like m- might be joining because like of the personal relationship, right? Because of the Salesian family but that there is a step and turn like towards the mission so that it's not just, okay, love for a person or love for this relationship, which is good and beautiful and important. And like, we know that that's how people like really meet God is like through the relationships in their lives and have these like real deep encounters. But like, when you think of Tommy sharing, like, yes, he loves the Salesians, right. On some days more than others. Um, but that there's like a real like love for the mission. Like he said it, like he literally by himself, it's not like we have to pull that idea of what he said. No, he said it that we can serve in the mission in our own way, like him as a teacher and alumnus of, you know, of, of Slesian High School, and then wherever else that takes him, right? But that that mission is not going to die because he has a love for it. And then you think of Gabe and Vero and their their work in Honduras, but then also like that everywhere they went, like they moved three times. Like they moved from Honduras and they moved to Gainesville and then they moved to like here now in in New Jersey and they're making the connection everywhere they go. So it's not just, oh, like I loved my time with the Salesian family, where I'm from, whatever. No, they moved to Florida and found the, the Salesians. <laughs> and they said, this is my home. You are my family that I just have not met yet. And then they came here when they're searching for an apartment and they could have stayed in a, in a, 
an apartment or um, in a hotel that's close to where they're looking. And no, they stayed here with family and like we got to meet them and all of these things. And it was normal. Like, and that's, that's love for the mission instead of just love for people because they all ask the question, either some more explicit than others, but how do I contribute now to the mission? How do I make this like the charism of my life, the way that I'm going to live my life? And so to have these very clear examples, Anna and Sammy, like the way that they serve, thank God, um, you know, on core team and stuff like that, but even in their own like personal lives, like that's a big deal to make that shift, right? Like, you can love me, you can love Father Steve, you can love Amy, but then how are you like pushing that into something deeper and real that affects your life? Because I think that's the difference, right? Is like, how is this affecting our life? Not just in relationships, but the way that you live every day that you wake up, okay, you wake up in gratitude, but you wake up with this like need to serve because we have to. Like it's the duty of our life, like is to like serve the community, whether you think that's a big impact or a little impact, but like how are you contributing to the world? Um, there was this, I was in a sorority when I was in college and part of like our purpose, right? The thing that we have to, you say was like contributing to the world's work um, and the community that I'm placed because of the joy of service, therefore bestowed, whatever, and it keeps going. But it's like all of these things that it's like, how am I contributing to the world's work today? Right. Like, and it takes us out of ourselves instead of being like, oh, that thing we've talked about it before. Right. Like you do you or like you're just going to focus on you or what they do doesn't bother me. That's not true. Right. Like and these five very different people have all understood that in their own lives, in their own way. Um, and that that makes a difference. Like these five people have made a huge impact on the Slesian family in all the places that they've been, um, that they matter and they're important. And the way that they've related to other people is so important um, and makes us better family members, I think, too. They've all challenged us, challenged us in different ways. Yeah, I love that emphasis um, that you're talking about and that I also heard in the episodes on community and on family um, and the importance of serving in that and living in that and seeking that out. I love that Sammy talked about that, the importance of faith community. Um, Anna and Sammy both said... Um, with regards to advice for people, like invite. Mm -hmm. And that's not just invite people to Slesian events or programs or things like that, but also just invite people into your lives. And mm -hmm. so that's a challenge for anybody to actively be seeking out more faith community. And if you don't have any and you're starting from scratch, just seeking out one person. But if you already have a faith community, that doesn't mean that you stop inviting. Mm -hmm. But there's just this continual call to continue to invite and it's not just, oh, here's another soul. I got another soul. Like it's literally because of the joy of being able to love another person, to mm -hmm. be in relationship with that person. And I think, again, that's something that makes Salesians very Salesian is that relationship aspect of how crucial that is. And then even Veronica's story, the reason why she got to know the Salesians was someone invited her to a Salesian Youth Movement animated retreat. So it's just how that can completely change the direction of your life and change the direction of your life of someone who you may not even know yet, but mm -hmm. just by inviting them, you invite them into something so much deeper. Um, and so I love that you're speaking about all that because I heard that as well. And and like I said, it's not just about Salesian things. It's about everything. It's about doing life together. Yeah. And that's exactly, I'm looking behind you of St. John Bosco, no? And he's an older man sitting on a couch surrounded by young people and his Salesians. And, uh, you know, thinking of him and, and his approach that 
the same thing with the relationship that it it wasn't he was not saving he was very concerned with salvation of souls no he did everything for the salvation of souls but he didn't act like as if he was the one saving mm. no that the young people had to come to him in order to be saved it was really we are walking side by side together we are being saved together we are becoming saints together we are are moving and serving and doing everything and so I, just that just a switch i mean it's it's out there in the church it's 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 the way we're supposed to evangelize but St. John Bosco really had a gift for education and being able to meet young people where they are and then walk step by step with them as they as they journey through life, as they make their mistakes, as they go up and down and discover their gifts and talents and understand their weaknesses and just to understand like that way of salvation, that invitation to to relationship and that invitation to walk side by side is is really beautiful and um, not always easy. You know, and we and we. I was a teacher for a little while. I know how difficult it is that balance between, like, being a friend. Don Bosco had a, a beautiful way of being teacher and friend, or father and friend, and that he never left left his like he was always moving. He was never just like buddy buddy. Like there was always very serious. You know, we're gonna we're on the way to salvation, salvation of souls, be saints, all of these things. But I can still play sports with you. But mm-hmm. I can still make jokes. I can do these kind of things and. So we can have a lot of fun, we can smile, but never losing really the seriousness of, of life. Mm-hmm. I think. So I think that's between father and friend, between teacher and friend, trying to find that balance of, of, uh, of what that means. And yeah, it's, it's not so easy. But, uh, and to be open, I think um, I had this like recent experience with past students and like that they were like, we're saying things to you and you're not reacting. And I was like, because this is normal, right? Like struggling is normal. Like encountering difficult things and making a decision that maybe is not the best one or like, okay, you're like, I could have handled that differently is normal. And so I think that's like the beauty of the season charism that I experienced. But then also now that I get to give in this position is that like being an adult in like a young person's life that they can share and be like, you're not reacting. And I'm like, well, I'm like, I would rather you tell me and show me that you're normal you know, and like that you don't have to pretend in front of me, then think, oh, she, she thinks that I'm perfect and I don't make mistakes. So now I can't share the hard stuff. And the important part is that you have people in your life that love you for who you are and who you're going to become, right? Like that was the beauty of the past pupils is walking or the presentation that we were giving to the seniors at Salesian High School, that we were walking through these senior classes in front of the teacher that was let us walk into their class and give this presentation to invite them into the association and to say like these people can see the young man that you're supposed to become like they can see the man that's in the future like who you're about to become right that it's right there and the same thing for us that we have these students that come by and they're coming into these new phases of life and like we can see they have these dreams that they want to achieve and i'm like you are going to achieve that dream but there's going to be a million other things that happen. And so hoping that they know that they can, they can do whatever they need to do to get in touch with us. And that we're always going to be inviting in an Instagram DM. So don't worry, you know, we do that to everybody. Um, You're personally invited, but we are doing that right to you. Um, That like you can share right there and be like, I'm having a hard time. Easy. Get off Instagram. That's great. And like share the information and like, that's it. And you're still loved and you're still part of the family and all of these things are still true. And so just like that's the point of Salesian family. That's why it works is because there are a million people that have had a million different 
life experiences, but also similar that can listen to your struggle and say, okay, and what else? Mm-hmm. And then you move forward and you like have someone that loves you in front of you. That's going to accept that, but like not hold that against you. Like that's our job. That's the real job here. Like that's the real mission is to like love the person where they are and then keep going forward. And so I'm just thankful that that's like the mission that the, that these different people have had that experience, have been able to give that experience to others that that's part of that that's part of being the family member is the people that you're speaking to are thinking about who you're going to become the whole person um like that's the real Salesian youth movement is the entire person is being cared for and thought of and prayed for and and formed so that you can go out and do the same thing and i love that balance that father steve was talking about and then you're talking about even more in detail vicky just of when you've been accepted when you feel this home and you feel this welcome then becomes the question, what's next Mm. with the Salesians? And the first one is, are you going to stay or are you not going to stay? But then if you do choose to stay, what's next? Mm. Um, And so I like that Veronica spoke about that. And she said that I was in the Salesian youth movement, but then I knew that I needed to do more. Like she was being called by God to do more. And so she knew that there was a next step that she had to take. And for her, it looked like being a cooperator. And then Gabe talked about the Salesian youth movement, which anyone in the Salesian world is a part of, that that's a place of discernment. And discernment is a scary word for a lot of people because they're like, oh, priest, brother, sister. No, not for me. I'm getting married. (laughs) Um, So for a lot of people, that's a scary word. But when he's talking about discernment, he's talking about everything, like every aspect, you know, what state of life you'll be, but also just your next move, your Mm -hmm. next job who you're going to be in relationship with and in mission with and the service that you're going to do, it's everything. And to really accept that this time that you're with Salesians, it's such a safe space that you can be free to take that opportunity to use that for discernment and to think about those things. And another beautiful thing that Gabe had mentioned was one of the young people had said, you know, I became the person who I wanted to be here. And I think that that's a beautiful challenge for all of us to be able to feel like this is a safe place that you can become who you want to be and that you're surrounded by people who are going to support you in who you are now. Um, And they're going to challenge you a little bit, but like in the most loving, accepting, welcoming, open way. But then also like they're going to love you through the process of becoming who you really feel called to be by God. Mm -hmm. And so when you were saying, Vicky, like, you can see who they're going to be with all of their aspirations and their dreams and everything like that. Like really that's the dream of a Salesian to see a young person become that person. And no one's going to be a bigger advocate and believe more in that young person than a Salesian who they're in in friendship with or mentorship with. Um, And so I think that's the question, you know, that, that I felt called to listening to these episodes is that like, what's next Mm. step? And answering that question. Yeah, and I think that's always the invitation. We need to continue to do a little bit better of, like you, what were you saying before? Okay, we have this experience. I love this person. I had a good experience, whatever it is. But then to ask, okay, where are we going now? Mm-hmm. And, and I was reflecting on this with uh, the Miami community, LaSalle. This idea of like, I see you. I, I see you. I love you. This is something Don Bosco was able to meet. And I love this person. I see this person for who they are. Gifts, talents, weakness, everything. Okay, I see you but now let's go. Okay, now let's move. Let's see how we can serve the community, 
how we can change things in ourselves, how can we get uh, better, become a better Christian, become a better citizen, um, all of these things. So it's it really is. But then to do that, I mean, that's what the church is meant to be, mm-hmm. you know, that place of discerning, that place of making mistakes, going to reconciliation, receiving strength in the Eucharist, all of those things is is where it's meant to be. Like we're, we're meant to discern and to live our life in a community. And for the Silesians, it's, it's within a family. And so we have this kind of structure. You go to a Silesian school or whatever, you're part of this family. And so now let's, let's discern and move together and make mistakes. We're going to fall. We're going to sin. Um, but, but I love that idea, and we talk about it all the time, is just no more hiding. Like mm-hmm. we, we don't want any pretending. We don't, we, we don't expect you to be perfect. I don't expect myself to be perfect. Like it's all progress. It's all becoming. It's all working one by one, cooperating with grace and and day by day. So it's it's trying to get into a, a space of freedom, a space of peace, a, a, a space of, of security that I know that I can share. I know that I can be vulnerable. I know that I can open up and that, uh, that it's okay, that this is what is supposed to happen. And so like for me, it's always the invitation of, yeah, no more hiding, no more pretending, no more fragmentation of I'm only a Christian on Sundays or I'm only a Christian when I'm with the Salesian family, but like really trying to integrate my faith in my life and Everywhere I go, I am a child of God, learning, trying to become uh, a saint, and uh, but I cannot do that alone. Mm-hmm. I, I need support. I need one. I need grace because Jesus Himself says we can do nothing without Him. Um, so I take that very seriously, and and recognizing that I need grace, but I need grace in community. That's the way things been set up. You know, Jesus called people to Himself. He didn't do it on His own. He called friends to Himself, and. Uh, and that's where the church begins to flow. So we need that. And then the, I think the question is now, for a lot of the graduates, you now they're leaving Salesian schools, they're graduating from college, they're finding work, um, whatever it is. Like, What are the questions you need to ask to, to make good decisions in the future? How can you stay connected? How can you be generous with your life? And so not to forget that point, not to just think of yourself and what's gonna, what I'm going to do or what I'm going to get out of the experience, but how can I give? How can I be generous? How can I stay connected? Um, there's so many opportunities between retreats. You now we have the young adult retreat coming up. We have a, like a day of recollection in, at the shrine for, for young men. We have uh, hopefully yeah different things, uh, service trips, and I don't know. There's things that we are offering, but then other things that we're open to. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're always open to, okay, a young person saying, what about this? Or I see this need, maybe we can do this. Or yeah. here's this idea that I've seen somewhere else, maybe the Salesian family can do it. Uh, so there's just so many ways that we can yeah, be involved to get better and to, to really grow as what Don Bosco wanted was honest citizens and, and good Christians, you know? good men and women of faith who are, who are living this life well. Um, and that are becoming. Yeah. Like I think it's that idea. For me, that's just where I've, where I've stayed is that idea of like, I'm still, okay, I've done this and I have this and then worked for this, whatever, but that I'm still becoming, right? Like you are becoming a good holy priest. We are becoming good holy people. Like it's not that, okay, like Amy got married, good holy wife. Like <laughs> Father Steve became a priest, good holy priest. Like that's a lot of pressure, yeah. right? Like to even think like now this is it. No mistakes, no nothing, whatever. That's not fair. Like, and it's not fair for me to put that pressure on you, me to put that pressure on Amy, but to think like, no, like every day it's decisions and choices and, and working on ourselves to become these good, holy people. Um, and like, whatever that looks like for you, right? If you need distance, if you need to be close, if whatever, all these things, but they all matter. 
but that we have to ask the question. The question still has to be asked, like what Father Stephen Amir is saying. What's next? How do I contribute? All of these things. But they're all part of the process of becoming who we're supposed to be. Like the future us that somebody is envisioning for ourselves, right? That that God has this this master plan for us. But still with our choices involved that decide who we're supposed to become. Um, and so I think like we're so free. Like there's so much freedom in that. And, and like we're going to go through hard things. If we knew the hard things we were going to go through, the struggles that we were going to have, we would never do them. We would never have enough strength to be like, today I'm going to suffer. Nice. <laughs> like it just has to happen. And we have to have the people around us that are going to help us and challenge us and ask us what's next for us. How are we going to contribute while also becoming, right? So good stories good of people stories. sharing how they stayed and what's next discerning forever mm. <laughs> well i guess not forever in heaven There's hopefully always you don't have to discern oh, yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> discern to the end of time just like make a choice today <laughs> <laughs> any last words amy i don't have any last words on this but congratulations to victoria weekly who is continuing to discern and was recently got her master's degree yeah <laughs> master vicky thank you it was so much fun Oh, and I got to see AOL. <laughs> oh Shout out. That was loud. Shout out to AOL. Right. Shout out Steve wears headphones and I just ruined his eardrums. <laughs> um, yeah, I got to see the AOL and Shaw communities, which was just like, what a gift. Which is in New Orleans. For those New of Orleans. You who don't know, it's I'm our so sorry. Salesian yes. sister school and our Salesian priest and brother school. Mm -hmm. In uh, Marrero, Louisiana. Yep, Louisiana. Yep. And they are so beautiful, beautiful campuses. Got to see the FMAs and the SCBs. Literally a fence that separates them like so funny um and just so good got to hug a lot of people and just see what life is like down there just beautiful so it's been good and we went and saw visited miami for the fmas um just good good yeah. to be with family and to see people and father steve and vicky are on tour so if anyone wants them to visit just let them know <laughs> well, steve has a crazy schedule so maybe in the fall <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Vancouver, to Surrey. Oh, yeah. Sister Hi, Sister Hi, Sister Hi, Sister We miss you. Come visit. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is beautiful. And the Salesian family is is big and beautiful. Big. So big. So we're happy to be part of that. Yeah. And you're invited to join. Yeah. Great. So we'll have more stories coming up in the next episodes to come. Some, uh, yeah, some other young people and some Salesian priests and hopefully even a Salesian sister. We mm -hmm. recorded one, but it unfortunately the sound was terrible made some mistakes on that one so we're looking to get another uh recording of a Salesian sister um but all good things all good things yeah Oops. <laughs> sorry sister um so good everybody we'll just finish off in prayer and uh thank you for the support and the prayers and yeah thanks for listening so let's pray in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen and we give thanks we give thanks for for the many opportunities uh, that we are given uh, to encounter each other and to encounter Christ in each other, we ask for the grace, for the inspiration uh, to live this life well each day by our decisions, by the way we speak, by the way we think, um, all of it matters. And we ask for that grace to recognize that, um, to live every day as, uh, as we are supposed to live uh, with your grace and your friendship. And we pray in a special way for, for all the graduates, all our young people who are graduating from our Salesian schools and other schools, those who are graduating high school and college and who are continuing with further studies, those who are working, uh, we pray for our Salesian family, the cooperators, the sisters, the brothers, the priests, the young people uh, all throughout the world, uh, that really we may be filled with, with God's grace and continue to live the mission of Don Bosco 
um, with the help of our Our Lady. And so we ask all of this through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 Mary Help of Christians. Pray for us. St. John Bosco. Pray for us. Mary Mazzarello. Pray for us. St. Francis Sales. Pray for us. Pray for us. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Bye bye, everybody. Bye. bye. Congratulations. Thanks for listening. Happy Feast of Mary Help of Christians. Yes, Happy May 24th. Enjoy. Bye. 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 bye.